Shalom. Welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer of Faith, living life in the Spirit. And boy, do we need to be living life in the Spirit in the days in which we're living today. Hold on one second. I've got a cable going adrift here. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'll get that caught up there. Hope you're doing good. Let's just give a few shout outs to those who are watching tonight. Thanks for joining with us tonight. We are uh, very interesting times here in the land of Israel. Just in the past uh, probably 45 minutes, uh, it's been reported that there is even a ground invasion into uh, the Gaza Strip taking place. Uh, there's quite a, a, an incredible attack against Hamas that's going on because Hamas continually is firing missiles into Israel, uh, reaching as far as Alat, uh, bombarding Tel Aviv today and other parts of the country. And they don't have the same missiles they had in 2014. They have a lot more uh, sophisticated missiles that they are firing. Nothing on the level of Hezbollah in the north, but still uh, very dangerous weapons that they are firing and it is costing the life of civilians and people are being injured. Out of the 1,600 to 2,000 uh, missiles that have been fired from the Gaza Strip, one third of them fall in uh, uh, in Gaza itself. They don't even get into Israel territory and uh, they just knocked out two of their main power lines that uh, has uh, knocked out the electricity for a quarter million um, uh, 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 homes in uh, the area. So, you know, very significant. So, anyway, I want us to get to a place of prayer tonight, really standing in the gap. We're going to talk about overcoming the strategies of Hasatan, of Satan, and these things are important and we can look at them from a spiritual perspective because I don't know about you, I've been walking in the faith for many years and spiritual warfare is part of our normal life. But if you understand it's not just about your personal relationship with Yeshua, it's about how we use the tools of the scriptures to bring change into what's going on in the world around us. So I want to encourage every one of us that we should be actively engaged and involved in spiritual warfare, especially when the battle is raging in the natural. We have the ability to be effective for the kingdom of Yahovah. Hallelujah. Okay, let's just uh, do a shout out. Uh, just put your names in the, the message there. If you're on YouTube, give us thumbs up over there so that it will push the YouTube channel out a little bit better. And uh, we just want to say welcome to Lola. We've got Ken, Kenny Russell, another Kenny Russell in Texas. Good to see you. Shalom, shalom, brother. We've got Cassandra with us. We've got B. We've got Christy. Um, we've got Karen in North Carolina. Good to see you. Thanks for joining. If you're, like I said, if you are tuning in, you haven't uh, given us a shout out, just let us know that you are watching. And uh, we're just going to keep pressing forward here. Um, um, we've got Thomasine with us as well. We're going to keep pressing forward here uh, and really just get into a time of prayer tonight, stand in the gap as I was out with the dog this evening. You know, you've got, you know, so many fighter jets that are just coming out probably from Megiddo area out over the sea and going south towards Gaza. Um, you know, it wasn't just seeing, you know, a few 
Yeah, about 15 fighter jets going south, so something's going on. A lot has taken place. Welcome, New Day. Thanks for joining with us. So let's just open in prayer. Father, we want to thank you. It's not by might nor by power, but it's by the Ruach HaKodesh. It's by your Spirit. And Father, as we come before you tonight, we come to stand in the gap on behalf of the land of Israel. And we ask, Father, for you to show up and to um, destroy the enemy, these terrorists that are seeking to uh, rain down uh, rockets upon uh, innocent civilians. And we ask, Father, for deliverance over the land. We ask, Father, you bring order in all the cities where there's turmoil, in all the places where there's um, protesting riots and Uh, violence that's taken place between Jews and Arabs. We ask, Father, that you bring an end to this violence in the land. And, you know, we recognize, Father, the strategies of the enemy, and we want to see a unity that's formed to go forward to defeat the enemy, that this will not escalate uh, and be out of proportion to what's really taken place. So we commit this time to you. We thank you for your word, and we just proclaim your victory over our lives and over your word and your purposes in the land of Israel tonight in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. All right, well, listen, we're going to press into a few scriptures. We're going to stand upon the promises of Yehovah. Our focus is to be edified and built up. And as we have shared over these uh, days, we've talked about the importance of being in the scripture. Do we know what the word says, you know, we talked about face-to-face with Yehovah, about the life of Jacob, and his name was changed to what? Israel. Who was it that changed Jacob's name to Israel? It was the Mashiach, the Messiah. Yeshua changed his name. That's who he wrestled with. That's who he fought with. He fought with the Messiah. He didn't fight with the Father. He fought with the Messiah, and he was the one who changed his name. You're not going to be called Jacob. You're going to be called Israel because you wrestled with Elohim. And we want to proclaim the promises of Yehovah over this land. We come against the agenda of Hasatan, and that's what we want to break. And what's going on here? What's the strategy of the enemy? Steal, kill, and destroy And in the process of the enemy attacking, it doesn't matter. You know, look, if you don't have Yeshua in your life, you've got no authority. You know, so the assignments of the enemy can overcome you because you don't have the the weapons, the true weapons of warfare. So when we see things going on within our world, within our regions, also within our nations, and as we stand in the gap and pray for other nations, you know, our prayers and our stand are effective because what is your purpose on earth? Your purpose is to push back evil. You know, t- just, you know, I want to say that again. The reason why when you got saved, you didn't just die and get taken off to heaven is because you are called to be salt and light to this world, to this generation. What are we doing to bring the truth to this generation? Are we standing in the gap on behalf of the broken, on behalf of the needy, on behalf of the blind, that they may see 
the promises of Yahovah. Now, when you've got wars and all these different things going on like we see today, you know, you've got plenty of people out there. They just want to get in the whole book of Revelation. You know, we've got five minutes, you know, quick, go get your white sheet out the cupboard, start selling everything off and go sit in the mountain, get ready for the pre-tribulation rapture. You know, but in reality, you know, what's the mentality? Get me out of here. But what is the Father saying? I have put you on this earth to, uh, um, to bring forth my word, my truth, my victory, <clears throat> and that you will reveal who I am to this generation. So I'm going to read from First Peter uh, chapter 5. Um, I was going to read just a couple of verses there, but I want to go back. Um, because it talks about uh, our chief shepherd, Yeshua. Uh, let's go back to verse 1 of First Peter chapter 5. To the elders among you, I appeal as a fellow elder, a witness of Messiah's sufferings, and one who also will share in the glory to be revealed. Be shepherds of Elohim's flock that is under your care, serving as overseers, not because you must, but because you are willing, as as Elohim wants you to be, not greedy for money, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. Hallelujah. So what, what's the Father looking for? He's looking for people who will lead the, the flock that are doing this because they are willing. It's not a personal agenda. It's the agenda to bring the blessings of Yehovah to this generation, serving servanthood. And this is what we need. And, you know, let me tell you something. I'm so exhausted through what's been going on in these past days. Why? Well, you know, what's your problem, Kenny Russell? You're in Casario. You're not in Tel Aviv. You're not in the areas being bombarded. Yes, we're hearing the explosions of the Iron Dome intercepting and things right here in Casaria. We've got fighter jets ripping over this place continually. We have all of that going on. You know, we had the riots in the streets last night, uh, just, uh, you know, less than a mile away from here where there were stoning cars on the on the main road on the number two where you had all the violence going on in Orakiva, Hadera. This is all happening around us. The village, the Arab village right next to us. I can just walk down the end of my street and go over a couple of sand dunes and I'm in the Arab village. If some of you were listening earlier when we were doing the sighting of the new moon, happy new month to everyone as well <laughs> for the third month. But, uh, you know, as we were just filming the sighting of the new moon, you heard the call to pray there as well coming from the Arab village. Well, last night, man, they had fireworks going off there. There was so much commotion. It sounded like gunfires. And I don't know if, uh, you know, what was going on with the police there controlling crowds there and just all the protesting against what has taken place. And, you know, in the midst of all of this, we have got to learn how to identify with what's taking place because we have a role to play. So instead of just dismissing it and saying, you know, I'm not there. I don't need to be 
connected to this. What's the Father looking for? He's looking for us to uh, identify with the sufferings of Messiah. He's looking for us that, to, that, that are walking in the truth, proclaiming the truth, encouraging as overseers and, and teaching people with a willingness of what it truly means to walk in Yehovah. It's not about lording it over people and having the agenda of the flesh and uh, all about uh, uh, greed for for money. But the focus is how are we serving Yehovah? Are we looking after those who are entrusted to us? But being examples to the flock in verse 4. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. Hallelujah. So you might go through uh, the exhaustion of what it truly means to stand in the gap on behalf of the brokenhearted. Let me tell you something. As you serve the body of Messiah, as you serve the brokenhearted, you're going to be abused. You're going to have stuff coming against you where where you'll feel like it's overwhelming. But what do we do when we see events taking place within our communities, within the land of Israel? Are we going to stand and pray? Or are we just going to say, oh, just let it be in accordance with your will? Well, you know what? The Father needs a people who will stand in the gap and proclaim the promises of Yeshua. Stand and recognize that, uh, you know, the schemes of the enemy and how we deal with them. Verse 5, young men, in the same way, be submissive to those who are older. All of you clothe yourselves with humility towards one another. So what's this talking about? It's not just talking about uh, the order between elders and younger men. It's about getting a biblical order and perspective overall. Why? Because the enemy is looking for the pride of man. It's looking for an opportunity. But what are we meant to do? We're meant to clothe ourselves with humility towards one another. So you can't be out for yourself, for your own ambition. You've got to be out for the will and purpose of our king. And our king says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Our king says that the land of Israel is important. Now, you know me, I'm not into modern day Zionism, but I still understand what is taking place in the spirit. And I'll come to that in a second. It says, Elohim opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So I might not be for modern day Zionism, but I am a biblical Zionist, and there's something very different about those two positions. It says in verse 6, Humble yourself, therefore, under Elohim's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Humble yourselves before him. It's not about what you can do. It's what the Messiah can do in you. And when we learn this truth, when we learn this order of what it truly means to come to the place to be taught, to be disciples of Messiah, to be part of the body of Messiah, for the body of Messiah to function correctly. When we get into these places, we're going to see what? That the Father will lift us up in due time. It says in 7, cast your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Don't be anxious. It says in 8, be self-controlled and alert. Why? Because the enemy, Hasatan, the devil, what's he doing? He's prowling around like a roaring lion, 
looking for someone to devour. And man, let me tell you something. When I look around at what's going on in our communities around us right now, this is what I see. I see the enemy prowling around. You know, Hamas... um, had no idea the escalation of what's taking place right now. They thought that they could just fire a few missiles and, you know, we'll do a little few uh, uh, retaliation shots back and then we can just go back to living our life and they can start having uh, gunfire in the air, jumping around, going, yeah, 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 look how amazing Hamas is and what we did against Israel. But instead, what they're seeing is that what they have done is now opened up a whole can of worms where Israel is now going in, taking out the leadership, taking out these terrorists, and we're going to break the back of what is going on in Gaza, hopefully once uh, and for all. And last last war, it was like, how long is it going to take to put the troops in? And look, we don't want to put troops into Gaza. Why? It's so dangerous because it's guerrilla warfare. You don't know what you're up against. You don't know where your enemy is. You've got civilians. You've got terrorists all embedded together. They use human shields. It's very difficult. You know, just looking at those pictures in the past where you've got, you know, a young IDF soldier down uh, discovering terror tunnels and they, they come round the corner and guess what's walking towards them? A child you know, with a suicide vest on, packed with explosives, with the father, you know, further back that's going to press the button to detonate their own child for the purpose of killing soldiers. And, you know, that soldier's got to make a decision and take out that child and kill that child. That is not the type of things that anybody wants to be involved in and wants to be doing. But that is the way that Hamas operates and that's how they think but we've got to be self-controlled and alert the enemy the devil is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour what have we got to do resist him stand firm in the faith because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of suffering you know the devil hates you just you know just accept it the devil hates you. And the question is, do you hate the devil? You know, you've got to know how to come against the assignments of the enemy. And that's why if we will learn what it truly means to be in the place of intercessory prayer, it will bring transformation to our lives. You know, as we started these devotions over a year ago, the whole purpose was stop going to the scriptures and saying, okay, God, give me a word. How about going to the scriptures and laying down your understanding and everything you want, you know, write down your prayer requests, have a wave offering before Yahovah and say, now, Father, what do you need of me? Here I am. Send me. What are you saying to me? How can your word be effective so that your transformation, your glory, that you will be revealed through my life? How is that going to take place? We don't want to be devoured by the devil or by his schemes. So what you know, you know, we want to press forward because we know that you know, we've got brothers and sisters throughout the world. They're undergoing the same kind of suffering. This is what we're facing. You know, we've got to stand in the gap on behalf of the evil that's going on. Verse 10. And Elohim of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Messiah, after you have suffered a little while, 
will himself restore you and make you strong, firm and steadfast. Hallelujah. Strong, firm and steadfast. So you might go through the pressure. You might go through the suffering now. And if you will learn to stand in the gap on behalf of others and go through the pain where it's costing you everything, it's costing your energy, it's costing your strength, you've got to get to that place where you say this price is a worthy price to pay because we know that prayer is effective. We are standing in the gap for the protection of citizens who are under attack from these missiles. Thousands of missiles, nearly a few thousand, hundreds of missiles coming in. Sometimes in 10 minutes, over 100 are coming in. And you know, it's time for change. And I I shared with you at the beginning of this war a few days ago, I said, you know, one thing I saw in the previous war was how the country unified together in the midst of the battle of dealing with uh, uh, Gaza. But this time, we've never seen so much division take place. Yes, the last time... We did have Arabs throwing cocktails, and if, if any of you were part of our broadcast back in 2014, if I was going to the airport or driving somewhere in the middle of the night, you know, you had to pray in the spirit when you're on the roads going past these Arab villages because you didn't know what was going to get dropped on your car as you went under bridges. You're looking, where is everybody? What is happening? Because people were being killed. People were being uh, seriously injured and attacked by rocks, attacked by petrol bombs and all those types of things. So this time it was very different. Now we see this whole battle where we've got Arabs going out in search of Jews so they can attack them. Akko, of all places, a place I love to to visit, a place that is a testimony of what it truly means for Jews and Arabs to live together in unity. Just listen to the story of uh, one of the, the Jewish shop owners or restaurant owners. He could not believe it. He opened up. He knew that there was protests and things going on. He never realized that he would be one who would be attacked and they would burn his uh, restaurant down, not knowing that he was hiding in there. It just so happened some Arab neighbors managed to get them out of there and protect them so that the police could remove them from the area without them being killed. But let me tell you, this is aggression like you've never seen. This is, you know, it reminds me of the days of uh, Rwanda. Now, obviously, we're not seeing the massacres of Rwanda. There's, there was hundreds of thousands of people were killed between uh, the two uh, tribes that were fighting against each other. But, you know, when I watched, I don't know if you've ever seen that film, Hotel Rwanda. After the end of that movie, Haley and I just sat there for a few hours just weeping. It what was taking place. What can mankind do to mankind? How do we treat one another? And you've got to understand with with Rwanda, the nation was in revival. 97% of the country were believers in Yeshua. They were sitting doing Bible studies together. And then the next day, they call it the day that Satan took over. And, you know, you know, this is why we have got to get to that place where we understand and we overcome the strategies of Satan. You can be in Messiah, 
having prayer time, Bible study, then Satan takes over because there's there's hidden sin, there's things that you haven't dealt with in your life. Why do we have so much trouble in the body of Messiah? Have you ever had uh, an attempt to assassinate your character where people come out with lies, where people band together to slander you, to push you down? <laughs> yeah, I know what that's like to face those types of things, but this is exactly the strategies of Hasatan to bring division, to destroy, to break you down so that you can't live the way the Father has called you to live. But we've got to understand how we are called to live and we've got to walk in the ways of Yehovah. So in John chapter 10, it says, um, uh, Yeshua speaking, I tell you the truth. I am the gate for the sheep. All who ever come before me were thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. There's something about that witness when you find Messiah. There's something so amazing when you see, uh, you know, pretty pretty much the, the number of people coming to faith in the land of Israel. And, you know, I believe that one of the reasons why we're under so much attack right now is because the testimony of Yeshua is rising in the land. And I believe the enemy is mad at those things. You know, I don't really care about the agendas of Freemasonry and uh, the Illuminati and all those different things that's going on within the land and how are they going to control the world. What I care about is how is the light of Messiah seen and how is he revealed within the land. And we are seeing a breakthrough. When I'm witnessing and sharing with Jewish people in the land, one thing I've discovered over these last few years, they are open to hear. They've never heard the gospel. I was listening to someone the other day, and they were talking about how, uh, you know, the New Testament, the Messianic writings, is part of the school curriculum. Well, I can't tell you one person I've met uh, as I've been sharing, that had a, a deep understanding of the the writings of Yeshua or the Gospels. The majority of people, even religious Jews, they're told, you, you don't need to look to Yeshua. Don't read anything about Yeshua. Don't read the New Testament. Don't read these things. Keep away from these writings. You don't need to know about them. And they're just following the rabbis and saying, okay, we don't need to look at this because that was a rebellious Jew or that's, that's the God of the Gentiles, never mind uh, being Jewish. They even strip him of his Jewishness, just like they want to do. If they find out you believe in Yeshua, they're like, you're not Jewish. So, you know, many people are have problems making Aliyah because they stand with Yeshua. You know, you can be a Hindu and you can still be Jewish. You can be a homosexual and still be Jewish. But if you're a believer in Yeshua, oh, no, no, no. Now you're not Jewish anymore. Now you lost your identity. And that is not true. You don't lose who you are when you come to faith in Messiah. So you've got these thieves and robbers are coming. And the, the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. He will come in and go out and find pasture. Hallelujah. The thief comes only to do what? To steal, kill, and just destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. And that's our prayer right now. We pray 
that the life of Yahovah will pour out on this land. I believe that we are on the verge of a mighty revival and outpouring in the land of Israel. You're not going to hear me teaching about getting ready for the rapture, you know, because, look, I don't believe in the teaching that after the rapture and Yeshua returns, that that's when all Israel is going to get saved. Because, number one, it doesn't say all Jews will be saved. It says all Israel. And who is all of Israel? It's not just Jewish people by their blood. That's not what it's about. We can go into that in other teachings, and I've got messages on that where we talk about uh, do we really understand the gospel? Hallelujah. So I'm the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. There's only one way we have to come through Messiah. So, Father, we pray for a mighty outpouring of your Spirit on the land of Israel. We also stand in the gap, Father, of the the Arabs in uh, Gaza. You know, Palestinians, there's no such thing. They're not Palestinians. They're Arabs. And we ask, Father, that you will reveal yourself to them. We ask, Father, that even in the turmoil and the things that you are, um, that they are facing, that they will have a realization of who you are. I thank you, Father, for the incredible miracles and the signs and wonders that you've done in the past where you've demonstrated that you've even blown missiles straight into the sea. And we pray, Father, for a supernatural intervention over this war that is raging tonight. And we ask, Father, for the blood of Yeshua. We ask, Father, that uh, Jews within the military will have a revelation of Messiah. We ask that through all of this and everything that's happening, that your name will be glorified. That's what we stand for. We say to you, Hasatan, you thief, the one who steals, the one who wants to kill and destroy, we say, you shall not in Yeshua's name. We speak protection over the innocent lives. We speak protection over the children. And we ask, Father, for your deliverance to come forth at this time. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. So we call forth for salvation. Father, we plead with you for salvation in the land of Israel. We plead. We stand in the gap, Father, for those who don't yet know you, that they will come to the realization of the truth of who you are. And this is how I want you to pray at this time. You know, it's uh, this is a different war that's going on at this time. You know, I've been here for 10 years and been through a few things here. This is a different war that's taking place. Yes, it could escalate into something pretty huge. We could have civil war in the streets with 2 million Arabs rising up against the Jews within this country. Who knows what things are going to unfold. But we have the ability to speak forth the deliverance and the salvation of our Elohim. Father, reveal yourself in this land. Let this be a time as we come uh, in the counting of the Omar, as we're counting down to Shavuot. And even as uh, the rabbinic Jews, the religious Jews will be doing Shavuot. Father, wake up the body of Messiah to get in line with your calendar and to get away with uh, from religion. 
Father, wake up your messianic believers and get them to uh, uh, to rid themselves of all the Talmudic practices and the things that they do during the feast times and the way that they act and the way that they live. Father, set them free to follow your Torah and to walk in your ways. That's what our prayer is here today. So what do we want uh, to accomplish today? We want to accomplish that there is a body that is rising up, that's making a decision. You know what? We have authority to overcome the strategies of Hasatan. And we will stand in the gap. And every night, you know, I'm exhausted here tonight and have been over the last few days because I keep my shutters open and I keep the window open. So when I'm hearing all the activity and everything that's taking place, I'm alert and I'm able to pray in the middle of the night. I'm able to stand in the gap in the middle of the night because the Father requires the assembly of Elohim to rise up and pray. And I want to ask you, are you ready to pray? You're ready to, to pray. Some of you haven't visited Israel, but will you stand in the gap and pray for this nation at this time? But, you know, why, why, why do I say this? Why is this important? As we see in the book of uh, Romans, Romans chapter 11, uh, you know, I just want to read just maybe one or two verses from there. Um It says in verse 11, again, I asked, did they stumble so far beyond recovery? Not at all. Rather, because of their transgression, salvation has come to the nations to make Israel envious. But if their transgression means riches for the world and their loss means riches for the nations, how much greater riches will their fullness bring? How much greater? It will be as life from the dead. You know, we've got to get to that place, verse 15, for if their rejection is for the reconciliation of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? When there's a mighty revival and outpouring of the Spirit here, it's going to bring transformation to uh, believers all over the world. And I want to encourage you, stand upon the promises of Yahovah. Stand upon His Word. Let's pray, not just for the peace of Jerusalem, but let's pray for that outpouring that the time of the Gentiles will come to an end and we will see, as we are seeing, greater numbers of salvation coming to the Jewish people. And some people preach that, you know, look, it's not that they, they don't say, don't bother preaching to the Jews, but, you know, they say that the time of the Gentiles will all will be all the way up until they have the new temple, and then it will move from the time of the Gentiles to their time. But, you know, I believe that we are seeing an ever-increasing number of Jewish people coming to faith in Messiah. And that's, you know, that that's the writing on the wall that this is the time. I don't believe that, uh, you know, uh, Christian theology, what did Christian theology teach before coming back to Torah? It taught that uh, the church goes up in the rapture, and then when we all come back uh, to conquer the enemy at the end and for Yeshua to destroy all the enemies, that's the time he reveals himself to uh, Israel. That is not 
what I see within the scriptures. I don't believe that to be true. Why? It's the greatest love story ever told that we see, uh, you know, Israel having a supernatural revival and the power of God manifested here is so powerful that it impacts the entire nations of the world all before we come to the end of the end. Hallelujah. So anyway, look, I just want to leave it with that uh, tonight short but you know this is not short this is the longest message <laughs> this is the longest message because I'm, I'm asking you as troops are going in as these young men are going in you know trained for combat let's stand in the gap and pray protection over their lives let's stand in the gap and pray that Hamas will be completely uprooted and all weapons will be stripped from Gaza and uh, order will come, and the people in Gaza will experience the the blessings of of life, and not uh, the the dictatorship and the oppression that they are living under with Hamas. So, Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Father, that you believe in us. We thank you that you have filled us with your Ruach HaKodesh. You've empowered us by the Spirit to be effective. We stand in the gap. We take up the commission to pray on behalf of this land. We say to all these riots that's going on the streets, you shall not in Yeshua's name. And Father, we just we ask uh, safety over the cities that are under these barrages of attacks of missiles. And, and Father, we ask, may your name be glorified. May, may your name be seen. Show up, Father, in the lives of so many. Bring salvation so when they go on the news, they'll testify to the glory of Yeshua the Messiah. In Yeshua's name, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Well, thanks for watching. I hope you're blessed and encouraged tonight and you're edified. And, and look, send me a message, even put in the comments right there and say, yes, I'm committing to pray for Israel. We need 24-7 prayer over the nation. And yes, there's people all over the world that are praying for Israel. But listen, don't just sit back and say, well, I'm just going to leave it to all them. No. Why don't you make a decision and say, you know what? I am going to take a bit of time out and stand in the gap on behalf of the the land of Israel, the people here in Israel, for salvation to come forth in Yeshua's name. Thank you for standing with us. Thank you for praying with us. Thank you all the messages that we are receiving. You know, we're not shrinking back. We are going to make a difference and see the kingdom of Yehovah established in this land and in the nations. If you've got a testimony you want to share, Kenny at BuildThoseOfFaith.com. You'll see it in the header, my email. I want to hear from you. It'd be great to hear your testimony. We're getting closer to the end of the month where we will be sharing our monthly newsletter. What a great time to share your testimony of what the Father's doing in your life, about the experiences you're having in the presence of Yehovah. Share it with us so we can share it with the body of Messiah. And we are called to be an encouragement together. It's not just about me and my small corner and you and yours. We're called to walk together. What a blessing. Hallelujah. I thank Yehovah for every single one of you. And I pray that I am a blessing too within your life as we press in. If you want to sow into the ministry, if you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry and want to support the work we do, you can go to bulldozerfaith.com and you'll see the tab to give in your own 
uh, currency as well. So thanks for giving. Thanks for supporting the work that we do here. Uh, but more than anything, thank you for praying and standing in the gap. I look forward to sharing good reports with you tomorrow. Um, yeah, can't wait. You know, as we come into the Sabbath of what the Father is going to do, but we recognize that we are uh, in the midst of a major war and we recognize what is going on here and that this is the time for us to rise up, get into our positions and stand in the gap and intercede on behalf of those who don't yet know our Savior, Yeshua. Thanks for watching. Until tomorrow, I nearly said Shabbat Shalom. Shalom, Shalom. Talk to you tomorrow. Okay, bye. Hallelujah.